Hello and welcome to the movie podcast. My name is Shabazz and I am joined by my two other podcast hosts. <laughs> I, went, <laughs> I went so basic with it, uh, but I think it was fitting. You know what? I, I am fasting, so that's why my brain probably isn't working at the speed of light that it normally does. Is that how fast your brain works? It's speed of light. That's too fast. You don't too fast. Ask. That's why I forget a lot of things because <laughs> I, I already went past it. Dude, I'm like 100,000 kilometers away from what you just said. What? what? That's the speed of light, right? <laughs> I don't know. I'm not this guy's asking me like a, I'm no scientist. Don't ask me. Like I'm a cop at the end of a road stop or something. Uh, no, I, uh, I'm i I'm doing good. How are you guys doing? We didn't did we ask, ask if you were we doing We didn't ask, no. Yeah. We didn't wow, ask. Wow, we guys doing so mean to me. I, it's, it's, <laughs> well, you're fasting, right? So, yeah, isn't that be, part of the fasting? It's got to be, you got to be nice. I'm, yeah. I'm going to actually kick it to none of you guys. I'm just going to continue with the show. As always, you can catch a brand new episode of the movie podcast every single Monday and watch out throughout the week for our review episodes on all the latest movies and series. Make sure you're following us at the movie podcast on Instagram, Twitter, TikTok. And don't forget to leave us a review on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you're listening to us. Uh, give us five stars, leave a comment if you can on whatever app it is, and join our Discord as well. If you want to write into the show, you can write into hello at themoviepodcast.ca. Uh, check out our show notes below for all that stuff and more. Um, like I mentioned at the top of our show, I'm joined by these two awful, awful human beings. I thought you were going to call us assholes. No, it's wrong with that. I'm trying to be nice, but I'm still going to call you awful human beings. We, we don't have to be nice because we're not fasting. But why do you have to be mean though? But that's part of your fasting. It's it's not the movie podcast. I don't, think, I don't think so. The movie I'm, podcast. I'm gonna leave Anthony alone on an island. When Shay fasts, yeah. we have to be mean. When he doesn't fast, we're not mean. I have like I, but I have like have very to make it short temperature. Temperature. I have very short temper when I'm ang- when I'm hungry. I know that's the yeah. best part. That's what we have to do. We have to like push you to the limit. I don't. I don't think Daniel wants no, to. No, I want to make this easier for him, man. Yeah, I want to make it hard for him. <laughs> yeah. I thought we were Libros, man. What happened? We are Libros. Not during Not during Ramadan. No. no. All right. That's fine. Anthony, Shay, how, are you, how are you doing today? Okay. 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 <laughs> yeah. That's enough for you. <laughs> Daniel, how are you doing today? Good. I was about to ask you, how are you doing now? You I know, I'm doing great. Uh, we're only on the third, fourth day. I don't know. My, my days are kind of blurring together now. And also, I don't want to give clues to when we're recording this. It's like Blue's Clues. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we can say it's the day before it comes out. <laughs> it's the day before it could come out. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I'm not going to tell anybody <laughs> when, but you'll know by our news when we're recording this at least. <laughs> Updated of, us yeah. Sunday, March 26th. Yeah. <laughs> we have the box office of the weekend and you don't even know? Yeah. I don't, not, not going to talk about it. Yeah. No, I'm good. Thank you for asking. I know you kind of asked, but I'm, I'm good. I did ask. I, did, I, I asked. This is the final episode, main episode that we're doing bef- in my 20s. Oh, okay. Yeah. So by you, for some reason. Okay. I don't even know yeah. that. Oh, have, I'm sorry. Let's talk about have, Ramadan a little bit. We more. have yeah. to shoot out yeah. some fireworks right now. Yeah. Daniel's uh, turning the big 3-0. Yeah. Yeah. That's me. Yeah. I turned, 30, I turned 30 on the show as well. And it, it aged me very quickly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You turned, what, 50 on the show, Anthony? I turned 50. Look, 20. Yeah. 50 going on 20. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. 50 we going on 20. Yeah, for sure. Yes. 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 Uh, but how do you feel about turning 30, Daniel? It's an interesting feeling. I mean, you guys have you guys have experienced it. Like, I don't think about it too much. Like, it's not something that I'm like, oh, like my life's going to change drastically now. But it's just, mm. it's definitely something that you're just like, oh, that's an interesting number to see associated with the years that I've been alive. Yeah, you know? yeah. It. I don't know. I I think people make a big deal out of turning thirty. I it it kind of just came to mind, and I was like, oh, another day. I'm yeah, alive. And I and I also think it's like just one of those things that like in shows and in movies, it's always felt like 
this is the big one. This yeah. is the biggest birthday you'll ever have. Yeah. And then you don't celebrate it anymore. It's like, why? Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's weird. Well, it's when you turn 40. One. You know, turn 40. Yeah. And then you but turn 50 and 16. But why can't I have a, a birthday at 31? You know what I mean? Well, I, because I had a birthday at 31. We all had birthdays at 31 unless we died. No, I think right? yeah, Daniel didn't. Die. I haven't yet. Well, yeah. I haven't yet. Yeah. Maybe he won't. Maybe he won't. Maybe, maybe I won't even make the, Maybe I won't even make the thirty. Well, maybe let's. That, like, we're hoping. We're all hoping. Really we're all hoping. Yeah. Know, when I turned thirty, it just felt like okay. But I think once it became 31, 32, 33, 34, you know, like it just the longer you go down that ladder, yeah, yeah, and you get closer to the four zero, and then you kind of think of what the fuck did I do with my life? Type yeah. of thing. There's a yeah. lot of like, what the fuck? Like I'm turning thirty two this year. Yeah, yeah, and we're all yeah. closer no to then to the other number than to death. the younger numbers, right? Yeah. That's how it also looks like. Oh, I'm closer to being older. Yeah. But that's just a number. Like, really? Look at me. I don't I don't look my age and I don't act my age and there are people who generational-wise represent a certain type of people. Like, they oh, they have a wife and they have kids and they own a yeah. home but, like, that's just... It's weird. It's, it's weird just a weird that, right? thing. Like, like, you'll be... I'll be at, like, a at like a party with my friends and then, like, some of them are married and some of them are like, oh, we're thinking about having kids and I'm like, I'm just gonna go watch Mario next week. What about you? You have, like, your Mario hat on. Yeah. And yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm like, what about you? It's not a costume party? Sorry, I, yeah. I shouldn't have shown up like this. <laughs> you know? Uh, it's interesting. Yeah. But yeah. You feel good about it? I'm feeling good. I'm excited. I'm excited to celebrate and I'm excited to have like a fun week leading into it. I like celebrating yeah. my birthday all month. So nice. every episode this month will mention yeah, my birthday. Probably not. No. Think I will one. mention my birthday every episode. Yeah, month. we're gonna just ignore it. We're only yeah. having one yeah. episode this month, right? Yeah, we're gonna yeah. just yeah. one, yeah. Episode. one episode. No, it's other not even April reviews. yet. So no, not even under Mario review, no. which is which is wild that we're gonna be seeing yes. Mario on my actual birthday. It is unfortunate. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. interesting how life we're, we're hoping for a new pandemic that that week yeah yeah but like you and i can go see it still yes yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. daniel gets a flat tire yeah. reason my well, if daniel gets covid he can't go watch it oh, and true. if he does we will tell the i world. know a guy I'll, that sells COVID. if i can't go nobody can go that's we'll, all i'm we'll gonna go. say no 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 no. did universal hear that universal guys. that was a threat no one that go. was a threat universal <laughs> universal <laughs> no one's seeing that movie on, we need on to make arrangements for yeah. Daniel, we need yeah. we need special security. <laughs> yeah, this yeah. was just want to be clear. This was not a threat. Yeah, I don't know. This was that's a, a, that's like, that's like a near thirty year old threat. Right, that now. I think it would be really mean if other people could see it, but we couldn't see. Daniel's it. turning no, 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 extreme you, extremism. Yeah, when he turns thirty, right? That's, yeah, that's your unhinged. Yeah, that's what you're, I heard. You're Russell yeah, Crowe. I'm, I'm following your guys's example. When you turn thirty, just go crazy. Yeah, I'm, I'm pretty sane. Yeah, well, well, we'll see. I'm on your side right now. <laughs> well, I've also See, heard, just got I'm older, right? So I've turned crazy a bit. Yeah. Uh, you haven't gotten to that point. Not, not that. You're like, what, 37? 37, yeah. Yeah, so you're definitely crazy. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah you're, you are politically Dude, insane. I am. It's but been a while since we have a main episode. We've hadn't had a main proper episode, and I say proper because oh, proper. we recently had a main episode, which was our live show. Let's talk about our live show a bit. We had a live show. Was it last week? It was last oh week. Oh my god, time is it feels weird. Like, it feels like a month ago. It feels weird for sure because I'm like, oh my god, yes. Um, we had a live show. We were joined by the absolutely talented, the extremely lovely Eric Bowser, voice of many voices. To be honest with you, uh, most recently coming up in the new Super Mario Bros. movie, he will be a voice as well. Uh, but he's the voice of Bugs Bunny and also recently won an Emmy for that role as well along with other voices that he's done on the looney tunes uh shows 
And we had him on our show, and we've had him on our show before as well, and he became such a great friend of ours that we were lucky enough to kind of say, hey, if you're going to be at Toronto Comic Con this weekend, why not come to our to our live show? Because we didn't really know that we were doing a live show until like a week out. Yeah. And we were kind of like, okay, well, let's try to get together as much stuff as we can. So whatever you saw or heard that day was about less than a week's worth of preparation. It was, but again, thank you to our friends at Sonar for yeah. thinking of us. You know, they were like, hey, we have an opportunity. We know it's very quick and fast turnaround, but yes or no, do you want to do this? And then it came together very fast. So Absolutely. Thank you to them. Thank you to Eric for sharing their t- for sharing his time with us. Yeah. And thank you to everybody who came out because we had a really great turnout. We had a great turnout. Yeah. There's a lot of Eric Baza fans and people that even listen to us. Yeah. And that was weird. It was weird to see people being like, hey, I listen to you guys. I'm like, why? <laughs> us? <laughs> why? Me? Yeah. Little old me? Yeah. Uh, that was no, really cool. It was a fun was experience. Re- it was, was a really very cool, cool experience. Hopefully we get to do more of that in the future. I think so. And Anthony, you joined us as well for the live show. How, how, how did you like it? It was good. Yeah, I enjoyed it. I, yeah. <laughs> All right. Now, 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 no you guys, words. You no guys words. summed it up <laughs> not well. Get like, over to you anymore. Uh, <laughs> was there any uh, controversy? No, it was a. Really, I don't think I was even. I don't know. I just look at like what wild things can happen during these events yeah. and the fun that people have. I was looking for like a streaker to show up. No, like with no, the movie podcast, kids. you know, on. Yeah, on their on their chest, on the chest, yeah. on yeah. the stomach. Yeah. But no, we didn't get any of that. Yeah, I'm hopefully really, we do in the future. I hope not. Why? No, I pray to God that everything goes smooth. We for did us. get a guy who wanted to give us his resume, and he did, and he did a lot of a lot of resumes. And yeah, which happens. I mean, I, I'm sure this is part of the business. And yeah. hey, we welcome it. Please don't send us your resumes though, because I'll be honest, we're not going to be able to do anything with them. No. We, we will actually give you our resume. That's how it works. Oh, is that <laughs> we'll, resume we'll, for resume? We'll, we'll, resume for resume. We'll, yeah, trade, we'll trade resumes. A soul for a soul. Yeah. 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 Well, okay, why not? I don't know about that. We'll try it. We'll yeah. try it. We'll tr- Maybe we'll be like a Patreon tier that we do, you know, like just submit your resume. Not even give us money. Just submit your resume. Then we'll set our resumes back. Yeah, and we'll critique it. We'll be like, really? You put, you like to laugh as your, yeah. as your skill. That's yeah. not a good skill. <laughs> <laughs> Under yeah. special, special, like special skills is like yeah. listening to, to every episode of the movie podcast. I actually, when I, when I used to work in retail, I, I got handed a resume once that said, uh, under skills laughing and I was like whoa uh, well, oh. what kind of laugh is this I yeah. gotta know I, I gotta I gotta hear this laugh the guy left unfortunately he left oh. also did give me a headshot I'm like I don't know what store he thinks he's applying to but this is not that kind of a store it's funny it's yeah. so funny it's very weird and also he put um <laughs> under under skills that he's Portuguese. I'm like, what does what does that mean? <laughs> yeah, and he, loves, he, loves, he, loves he, loves, yeah. he loves Mario. He loves Mario. He loves Mario. That's yeah. all you need. Turns 30 in April. I was like, I don't know why this person <laughs> gives me a resume to me right now, but here we are. No, but our live show was awesome. It was a lot of fun. Um, again, super grateful to Sonar and uh, Eric Baza for for well, you know, giving us that opportunity. I think we had an absolute blast. And uh, again, to more live shows in the future. To more live shows in the future, huzzah. Yeah. yeah. Hopefully we'll be doing live shows internationally. Maybe we'll do them at other cons, uh, like across and, America or something. Yeah, other cons and other continents. No? Yeah. Uh, okay. Well, how sorry. do we do Let's, other cons? Like, how do we do, like, if we had, we were invited to Japan, do we just, like, do we have, like, an interpreter? um maybe maybe i mean those are logistics we'll figure out yeah <laughs> we'll figure it out I just, you can do the I, interpreting no me? actually no i take it back no. i take it back no. what did you just i opened up i opened up pandora's box no 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 unplug his mic unplug his no. mic <laughs> um but yeah we'll uh we'll when we get when we cross that bridge literally because we have to cross we have to cross the bridge yeah. to get there <laughs> um we will uh we'll figure that out yes but there's also a lot of english speakers in japan so i believe so there's yeah. a lot of english speakers everywhere it's the most prominent language out there right 
English? I thought it was Mandarin at this point. Well, I guess technically semantics, probably Mandarin. I don't. Do you see Mandarin? I don't, but my mom wanted me to, and like I, today, or she's like, "Oh, this is a language of the future, right?" Yeah. So, if you guys could choose any language, I, to be I was like, in. not Mandarin would be definitely one that I'd like you, to know. You choose Mandarin, yeah, like, Mandarin. fluent in Mandarin. Yeah, I would. Yeah, I would yeah. choose it. Yeah. I'm just lazy to like learn it. Gotcha. Yeah, That's but if I could 100%. like upload a, a language to you right now, you would choose Mandarin. A hundred percent. Interesting. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. Okay. That's fine. I don't well, know. Many times. Calm down. That won't help us when we're in Japan, I'll yeah. be honest with you. But no. that well, if you can upload Mandarin, you can upload Japanese. Only one, dude. I'm not giving this ad for free. Okay. Well. Any announcements that we have? Uh, we just have a lot of episodes out. I mean, March we has do. been a wild month. We've been really lucky to have some incredible special guests and a lot of reviews dropping. So, obviously, go check out our reviews of Creed, of John Wick 4, which is out now, um, of Scream 6, of Dungeons & Dragons, which is coming out this week. Uh, reviews out, movies coming out later this week. Uh, we also have been really lucky to have some incredible special guests joining us. So, we had the cast of The Night Agent join us from Netflix, including Hong Chow, which is uh, pretty amazing that that was able to happen. Uh, we have the cast of Boston Strangler joining us, which was a lot of fun. They didn't strangle us, but we did have a lot of fun with um, Alessandro Novola and Chris Cooper, who we are just such huge fans of, especially going back to the town and all of his films, which mm -hmm. is incredible. And uh, coming up this week, we will have uh, some of the cast of The Big Door Prize, which is a brand new Apple TV Plus show. We have Rob Lowe, his son, John Owen Lowe, and some of the cast of Unstable, which is another Netflix show coming out. Um, and then out now, which dropped last night, is our Succession Season 4 Episode 1 spoiler-filled review. Mm -hmm. So if you like what we're doing there, please support us. Make sure you're following us on all of our socials so you can see all of the incredible videos and posts that we have so you could stay up to date with everything going on on the movie podcast. Yeah. I also oh. want to shout out uh, you, Shay, because now that it's officially wrapped up, uh, The Last of Us After Show, you've been taking, you took us Thank through you. every episode of that. Yes. Uh, we had a great time doing that. We were really lucky to have some incredible special guests joining us too. Oh my God. Including Lamar Johnson and Troy Baker. Um, so first after show. First after show that we've done, we had some huge and the last. Number. And the, <laughs> last. Uh, but yeah, we were really lucky to have them join us on that. So if you're only starting The Last of Us now or you're, you know, you're planning on watching it, whenever you're done that episode, go listen to our after show for it because mm -hmm. we have some really great discussions that will lead you through and I think those episodes really do stand on their own with uh, the longevity of this show. So as the Absolutely. shows are coming up, make sure you go listen to us talk about Absolutely. it. Thank you. I appreciate that. Yeah, um, we... Uh, when it comes to the after shows, they were a lot of work. <laughs> they were they were a lot of fun, uh, and I'm glad that people really liked them. Like there was a lot of good conversation based on those after shows. So thank you so much for everyone that listened because uh, they were definitely a very different thing that you've seen from our from us. So yeah, um, but let's jump into the news. We have a lot of news before I before we do the news jingle. We just have a lot of news. Some of it is very sensitive. Some of it is is still breaking as well. So. Uh, some of our thoughts and opinions on it may not be the most accurate based on the time that this episode yeah. does come out. So do please bear that in mind. Sure. Do -do 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 -do. So Marvel Studios veteran Victoria Alonzo exits. This comes from Boris Kit, Aaron Couch uh, of the Hollywood Reporter. This is some, this is huge, huge news. I remember when it dropped, we were all just like shocked. Whoa. Like it was yeah. like a shell shock. It was like nothing can be bigger than this news this week. Uh, and we were wrong. Uh, so Victoria Alonso, the longtime and high profile Marvel Studios executive whose time with the company dates back to the first 
Iron Man film has left the studio. Multiple sources have told The Hollywood Reporter, according to insiders, Alonzo breached a 2018 agreement that included the company's standards of business conduct, which states that employees cannot work for competing studios. Sources say that Alonzo did not ask permission to work on Argentina 1985, which was nominated for an Oscar. Uh, however, IndieWire does state that she she did get permission to, to do that. So when Disney found out about the project and the violation, her long-term service and veteran status of the company to give her a dispens- uh, dispensation on the condition that she did not work on the movie further. According to Alonzo's attorney, Patty Glazer, she released a statement after the initial publication of the story that the idea that Victoria was fired over a handful of press interviews relating to a personal passion project about human rights and democracy that was nominated for an Oscar in which she got Disney's blessing to work on is absolutely ridiculous. Victoria, a gay Latina who had the courage to criticize Disney, was silenced. Then she was terminated when she refused to do something she believed was reprehensible. Disney and Marvel made a really poor decision that will have serious consequences there's a lot more to the story and victoria will be telling it shortly in one form or another so we don't know right now if there if this story has expanded beyond anything other than what i just read right now this is insane i mean victoria alonzo really was behind a lot of the visual effects for marvel studios she was was really leading that charge and it's interesting because in the past let's just say the past couple years Marvel has really come into a lot of scrutiny for their visual effects. They've been really, you know, highlighted. And and again, it might be an echo chamber on Twitter that that does it as well, where you just see people posting like really shitty screen grabs and being like, oh, look at these visual effects. Some warranted for sure. Some I don't think were warranted. Uh, but Daniel, please give us your thoughts on, on, on what's going on here with Victoria and, and this whole messy business. Yeah. So like you said, like I want to preface this by saying like this, nothing is official on either side yet. Right. We know the statement that Victoria Alonso's team put out is accurate but the sources that she was fired because of her work on you know this film again sources are saying that so we don't know if that's accurate and i feel like why wouldn't there's a couple things go through my head why wouldn't have disney had an issue with this the last couple years that she was working on it were they just waiting for it because it was nominated for an oscar they didn't want to look like a bad guys during it they wanted to give it its time before they put any you know extra like influence on the release of it for what people are voting and stuff like that maybe um that could could that be it like i don't know and i and i don't think this is why she was let go no i honestly think what like you were saying shane like we've discussed here on the show for a while is that especially this year and i think especially in the last year i really think since um i really think it's been since you know the pandemic mm-hmm. that we've been seeing and hearing a lot of you know discussion online about yeah there is such a uh, a vast spectrum of like what visual effects look like in the Marvel shows and films. And when you look at what Marvel has put out in the span of two years right. on Disney plus 18 projects between film and shows and specials, that's madness. And yeah. that's not even including all the other project that Disney has going on and what other studios are working on. Right? So VFX workers who are not unionized are under the pressure and as victoria alonzo is the president of post-production and the president of that for for marvel studios you should be the one leading the charge on that and we've heard you know allegations of course of other vfx workers saying like that this that she is a very difficult person to work with and you know and it's not just her because it is the the industry at whole but you know as marvel is the leaders of this and the ones who are churning out the most content you need to be you know you need to 
give people proper breaks and yeah. time to work on stuff and not just be constantly churning out stuff without giving people time to do what they do. So I don't know if this firing is stemming from Marvel just needing to course correct course correct and Bob Iger has already said that you know Marvel going forward is going to be putting out less shows and movies which I think is a very smart move because mm -hmm. the the you know the shotgun blast of stuff that we've been getting it's hard for us to keep up with it just to talk about it I can't imagine the people who are actually working on them right yeah, and that's people, a lot people of are missing out on on great quality content out there you know because there's just so much happening so yeah. I don't know there's 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 a lot of uncertainty and I think We'll hopefully get the full story in the next couple of weeks with statements coming out, putting out. Could it have been as as was this was this the the was this documentary for was Amazon right? It was an Amazon Amazon Studios doc. Uh, like could could it have been Argentina? Like could that have been their excuse? But I feel like there's more to the story, and I think there's a lot of factors at play here that we'll hopefully get the answer soon. But there's a lot there's a lot to it, and to have a figurehead like when you look at Kevin Feige, like as the, the head of the studio, Victoria Alonso was number two. Yeah. So to lose your number two is a really huge deal. And I think it's really going to shake up Marvel going forward. Yeah. Anthony, what about yourself? When, when the headline was <clears throat> announced on, was it when, Thursday? Thursday. Um, and you, and I saw it, the first thing that came to mind was VFX. Yeah. Oh, it must be VFX. It must be like, yeah, the <clears throat> VFX artists, you know, probably having some sort of backlash against Alonzo because it was always this amount of work that she wanted them to do. And and I know from other people and people from the industry who how they felt about Alonzo and how she was very hard to work with when it came to creating visuals and, you know, the time crunch and, and the amount of work that went into it. So that's the first thing that came to mind. I didn't even know she was a producer on Argentina in 1985. Um, and then now to learn that there's more to this story. I can't speculate. I like the world that we live in right now is I can't even trust the the sources anymore. Like these sources are contradicting each other. Yeah. They, they're not legitimate and they're coming from deadline. They're coming from the Hollywood reporter. They're coming from all these legitimate places, but it doesn't seem like they have the clear answer and clear story. So we'll see what it looks like in the next uh, couple of weeks and where, where, you know, the lawyers have now said, you know, the truth will come out and all yeah. that stuff and Disney and where they stand. I, I'm, I'm very interested to, to hear what caused this, this firing. Cause it's out of the blue. I really thought, okay, well this is because of the VFX and how the world of VFX artists yeah. feel. Especially within after Ant-Man, right? Ant-Man was one of those films that yeah. we were keep, we kept hearing like, Oh, people were taking off Ant-Man to finish Wakanda forever. And then, you know, Ant-Man performing, still making almost 500 million, but making a lot less than Marvel. And I think a lot of people anticipated, even us, you know, the movie came out. It was what it was. Mm -hmm. um, you could hear our review of it, our spoiler free thoughts of it. But um, yeah, there's, there's, you just wonder like, okay, in this world where lots of people are being laid off, lots of companies are starting to, you know, steer the ship in different directions to lose at least with Marvel, which Marvel has always, you know, pretty much had success at the box office, you know, pending some years in the pandemic to lose a figurehead like that is a huge deal. Like that is, that is like foundation shaking. And the narrative now that it's being put, pictured is, is like discriminatory mm -hmm. by Disney that, oh, she was gay and she was a Latina, which I, I'm like, 
I can't see that in Disney's world right now because of everything they've changed and Bob being there and Kevin and it just yeah. doesn't seem like that's and her being such an raising. advocate of that in their projects, right? Right. Yeah. And like even the projects down the road that they've been they're now producing on yeah. all. I just don't see that being why would you right why would they put themselves in a situation where they're attacking yeah uh minorities and victoria was up was really liked too by the studios and by people that she worked with she's very much a trailblazer in that industry right was she liked by vfx artists and right. vfx studios uh, that's another thing yeah right but, but that's the thing right like and it could be different with like we've heard like conflicting reports and stuff too where it's like you know if if again sources say if if she liked you then you're good you're 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 okay but if they didn't then you would would struggle right and we've all had people like that in our lives that that literally like if you're on their good side you're on their good side and it sucks it's a shitty way of living but yeah you know you look back at all those reports that come out from anybody that's been in the vfx industry saying like how difficult a marvel job is and i don't i mean from even from the outside you can see that and tell that like it must be really hard to work with marvel because you know secrecy is their is their key ingredient so constantly building assets and and different things that probably won't even appear in the movies just to persuade or dissuade people away from their work it must be a lot of work like you look back at infinity war the trailer you had vfx shots created for that film that were meant to just be in the trailer right right so it's it's a tough it's a tough situation. Um, really, the, the only other thing in this article left is is kind of what we already discussed right now. You know, there that these these VFX houses are constantly working on on giant giant films. They're probably not being paid a lot because a lot of them go under so quickly as well mm-hmm. after making a film. It's, it's they're like pop up shops. They're literally pop up shops. They, it's like wild. VF, VFX artists make make good money because the hours are so. They work on overtime. Yeah. yeah, it's a lot of overtime. It's yeah. a lot of like no life just for you know us, the audience, to have these amazing shows on. Um, and then Victoria being part of the biggest visual effects you know, usage of of a company, Disney and Marvel. It's it it puts a lot of stress on on these studios, and then they tend to like crash and burn because they just don't have yeah or people people or people just burn out of the industry and i know there's a shortage of i I know so many people who will do like contract work and they'll 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 do a project for eight nine months and then they got to take another eight nine months off because of the amount of work they did in eight nine months is like over tons of hours yeah tons and tons of hours and it's no life no nothing nothing and and it's wild to think that like this is an, an issue that still hasn't been solved and we're only going into more films and shows now that are so lenient on visual effects like you look at life of pi winning best visual effects where that studio that did the effects didn't even exist anymore yeah and it's like that's that's the industry that we're in right now and again we need to like i'm i'm really curious to see what's going to come of all of this because this is very earth shattering this is a very crucial moment for marvel especially what we're going to talk about next but um it's gonna be really interesting to see what's going to come of this are we going to hear kevin feige drop a statement is bob Iyer going to drop a statement are we going to get some type of clarity of what's happening moving forward because there's going to be some big changes coming yeah no for sure this is going to be a big a big shift um i think you also just need more than one person kind of managing that vfx household like i think you need two people on that 
because that's also a lot of responsibility for Victoria. Like she, that's she shouldn't have had to deal with all of that. I wonder. I wonder what the breakdown is because obviously, like, I don't think she's just the one like approving shots off. No, because they have that. No, they no. have the directors and their producers for each project. Absolutely. But if she she's the president of it, so she's the top of the yeah. person who's making those relationships. I, I'm just curious what that that hierarchy looks like. Yeah. Um, within Marvel, if they are going to, um, you know, kind of reassess that, like they have, like Marvel internal has something called the Parliament which is something that they do for creating the next 10 years worth of stories. Right. I'm curious if their solution for Victoria is not replacing her with one person, but a council of people. I think, who I think are, you need more than one person, you know, who will counsel. It's, it's a lot considering that now your studio is so heavily reliant on VFX. Yeah. I think you need more than one person. I think so. Yeah. And then uh, we'll see how this uh, documentary factors into it too. If that was the actual reason, I feel like that's just a scapegoat answer. Yeah. Yeah, it, 1985 Argentina 95 was was being made for very a very long time and it was been nominated for many awards before that and they knew Alonso was part of it. So to kind of like say and this is again this is not from Disney. It's just sources. This, this is, is just, sources this is like speculation basically. random people at this right. point saying that that was the reasoning. I just don't think that's legitimate. Yeah. It's, an Amazon, it's very Amazon a very film. suspect. Yeah. Um because at the like that movie like if it was such a a conflict of interest which it's not she's not making a superhero film she's yeah. not she's she i don't know how much money that movie made it's an international film it's yeah it's a documentary uh, like there's not a lot there's no visual effects i don't think that went into I it i hope so uh but they recreated yeah, they put in 1985 and and they put iron man in it yeah but um yeah i just everything's suspect right now everything yeah. is so mm -hmm. up in the air and i well, we'll see what happens and maybe we'll never know maybe, maybe we'll never we'll know never, maybe we'll never know yeah. no, I, think I, feel, we'll know. I feel like um victoria is very adamant to get the the, the truth out. the truth out but i don't know if the truth is truthful like you know <laughs> like i don't know if, if her truth is real right is she she, or not? At, at one point she was an executive she was second in line to kevin feige so i don't know We'll see. We'll see. We'll what see. Happens. Uh, this week is going to be interesting. We're going to find out a lot. Um, our next story is Jonathan Majors arrested for alleged assault. Rep uh, representative says actor has done nothing wrong. This is coming from Chrissy Pinna of The Hollywood Reporter. Jonathan Majors was arrested Saturday after being accused of assaulting a woman during a domestic dispute, the New York Police Department said in a statement. A representative for the Creed 3 actor told The Hollywood Reporter he has done nothing wrong. We look forward to clearing his name and clearing this up. Police said they responded to a 911 call at an apartment in Chelsea where a 33-year-old male was involved in a domestic dispute with a 30-year-old female. The victim informed police she was assaulted. Officers placed a 33-year-old male into custody with that incident. Um, according to the statement, which identified the male as majors, the actor was arrested on charges of strangulation, assault, and harassment. <clears throat> according to the spokesperson, he is no longer in police custody. The woman sustained minor injuries to her head and neck and was taken to a hospital. This is, uh, this is again, also still very fresh news, so there isn't too much out there other than what I have just read. And this is very alarming news. And, and first of all, from all of us here, we really hope that this woman is is doing good, that she's she's healing and she's getting better because being in a domestic abuse situation is always very tough. And people sometimes don't go out there and get the help that they need. And if you do need help out there and you are in a situation like this, seek the help because you don't want to be in a situation like this as well. Um, Anthony, please give us your, your thoughts on this situation. Well, again, this is another story that I, I can't really speak on because it's 
all up in the air. Like, I don't, like, again, Jonathan Majors was arrested for assault. Everyone is now put him into the guilty. You know, the moment you're arrested for anything, you're guilty. Yeah. You know, you're not innocent proven. There's no trial. There's no trial at all. It's guilty until proven innocent type thing. But even then, it will still follow you. So, I don't know if this is a common occurrence. This was a situation where, uh, you know, there was a domestic a fight and it went out of control now we have people from all parts of the you know the twitterverse saying well this is not uncommon i actually had these stories and this and this and this and i'm like man i don't i'm not listening to anything until it's factional factual news factual yes jonathan majors assaulted a woman yes this is facts these are things that have happened because at this point it's all it's all hearsay. I don't know who to believe. I don't know who to like. And I hope that this is not the case because, you know, we, we like Jonathan Majors. We don't want him to be assaulting women. We don't want to, we don't want him to be in a situation where he's had several incidences in his past. Right. What, what, there'll, like, always, there'll always be stuff now especially you know we've already seen it on twitter where people are now going to come out of the woodwork and be like well i worked with john the majors and etc 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 happened to me and you start to see this come out how much of it is truth how much of it is just cannon fodder at this point is going to be tough to say we will start to find out more but daniel please give us your thoughts on the situation as well yeah it's sad and, and obviously not to discredit you know the stories that people you know there i mean and there was a lot of people out there that you know, we'll start piling on and we saw this too, um, where people feel like it's more safer to share their stories now because someone else has come forward or something else has happened. But um, like both of you, this is extremely disheartening to see and to find out this news. And um, when we saw it break, I'm like, it was a TMZ thing. And we're like, oh, okay, God, TMZ. Um, and then we're seeing more and more outlets reporting on it. And we're seeing obviously everyone's wondering now what's marvel going to do that's not what we're speculating today no. that's not that's not if you're here trying to see what you know who should replace him as king no that's not that's not what we're doing here but we are just saying like this is awful this sucks um i hope that this isn't this case that would happen and if it is the case then you know it's the reality of the world that we're in right now and you know proper actions need to be taken when it comes to things like that but it's um it sucks it it really is such a it's a, it's an awful situation it was such an awful thing to read i felt like such a lump in my stomach because you have somebody who had such a meteoric rise this year you know we had because we were at sundance we had magazine dreams we had ant-man which was the best part of that film and then we had creed 3 which fantastic in all three and that was within the first two and a half months of this year yeah and now to follow it up with this I'm really curious what's going to happen moving forward. I, I don't know what's going to happen, you know, um, police-wise, like, law-wise this week. I'm sure we're going to get a lot more news coming out of this, which, I'm it's, of course, it's going to happen. But, um, yeah, what a... Some, some well, you know, we, we haven't done... A, like, we did our live show last week, but when we're coming back and it's just coming back to, I think, a string of just not great news it's hard it's hard yeah. to talk about it because we get to most of our episodes we get to joke and have a good time but we also have to cover the other side of that coin right yeah the episodes that i host we unfortunately talk about bad news only <laughs> yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. no but i but i hope what, whatever was going on here i hope uh you know the the woman who was assaulted i hope she's okay we hope that she's all right and i hope whatever has happened the 
correct justice will come for that. Yes, I hope. The, it, all I hope is that the truth comes out. Whatever actually happened is is what is told think, to us this yeah. week. And, and yeah. it's not us. This is us also not uh, like denouncing that. Like, oh, did no. it happen or not? No, no this not is us just saying like we. I need facts. We need to. Like, the need story facts. needs to come out. Like it's either you know this happened this is the fact this is what happened and then we move forward from that we can only discuss the truth right it's like 100 percent. no go ahead no I, that's what i say the facts are the facts right like we don't know we weren't there we weren't with john the majors we weren't with this woman who was assaulted yeah. what if the what if she was assaulting him we don't know there's don't know so many happens. things that are happening and but the the world will always see jonathan majors as no he assaulted this this woman right now that's how they see it yeah and we and we we can relate it to Ezra Miller, who has had tons of issues. The guy is friggin' a GTA character, you know, going on rampages, assaulting right. people, and he still has a movie coming out. He still yeah. is part of it's wild, right? The, it's wild. And and I kept, and I wanted I wanted to ask you guys like where where do you think Disney would fit if okay this is actual this is something Jonathan Majors did assault this woman right and then he actually assaulted other people. These stories, yeah, have, these stories have proven they, that this is something that happens. So it's yeah. like, how many, how many situations does it take, or assaults does it take yeah. to get to Disney? Figure out well, what does do we recast? Right? Do we recast or do we let him go? I don't know. Warner I, Brothers didn't do that. Warner Brothers is still with right Ezra Miller, and that guy was he was fucking beating up everyone yeah punching grandmothers and apparently having like guns and kids yeah there was a lot and here's the thing too and i and i also think that um it's it's really hard to to think about what's going to happen and i feel like no matter what is the case moving forward even with ezra miller even with jonathan majors and like that those allegations those realities will always follow them right and and it's and it's a shame that if this does come out and be like he didn't do anything wrong as his claims as as his rep claims. as his reps claim, but he will forever be associated yeah. with this. So I just hope whatever truth comes out is like correct and is that justice is served based on that. And stories like this always make it harder for victims of abuse to come forward. Yeah, and I hope that that's not the case here. I hope that. If you are somebody out there who, again, like I said in the beginning, needs the help, there are a lot of resources out there. If you are in a situation where you feel unsafe the way you're living, reach out to people, reach out to friends, reach out to people you trust because you don't deserve to be that way. No, not at all. Our next story is Funko cuts back Mondo movie poster business, lays off co-founders and other staff. This comes from Todd Spangler of Variety. Funko, less than a year after acquiring high-end collectibles brand Mondo, has wound down Mondo's current movie poster business and let go several employees, including Mondo co-founders Mitch Putnam and Rob Jones. Variety has confirmed Mondo, based in Austin, Texas, was founded in 2004 and was previously a subsidiary of indie theater chain Alamo Drafthouse before Funko inked the deal to buy it last year for $14 million. Mondo had gained a strong following for its limited edition screen printed movie posters. For now, it appears that Mondo's poster division is defunct. However, a source familiar with the situation said Mondo expects... Sorry, Funko expects Mondo to continue producing posters going forward. Funko declined to comment on that news. This is this was such heartbreaking news. As soon as I saw this come out, I was 
so shattered. I love Mondo. They were they all three of us love Mondo. We all have Mondo prints, especially Anthony. You have like a treasure trove of Mondo prints. You know these prints right now, if anyone wants them, a oh. million dollars. Oh, okay. Right now. You don't seem to be that affected than I thought that actually. No. <laughs> uh, you seem to be doing pretty well. Jeez. I take it all back. No, um this is the, and you know, we've been seeing a lot of different a lot of different things coming out about this too, where people are saying that they're going to stop the poster business, but continue the record business for the remainder of the year. And then so on and so forth. There's a lot that's kind of happening here. Uh, Anthony, as the resident Mondo head here, what are you, what are your thoughts on all this? I hate it. I was really shocked when it broke on Friday. I was absolutely like, there's no way this is the company that actually really started and made screen prints and, and movie poster prints popular made it we'll say somewhat mainstream yeah and to have a company just dissolve like the founders the these are the this is the main identity of what we all love about movie posters and and just artistic versions of different film posters to be closed down it was just so shocking man i was i was i was I was shocked. I was really shocked. I was like, there's no way. Yeah. Because I'm like, didn't they just buy, didn't Funko buy Not Mondo? Less than a year ago. Less nah. than a year Less ago. Than a year ago. Yeah. And the whole idea was, I'm guessing they were hurting for money then. Because that's yeah. the, a big reason why they sold was to to get a bigger company to, to support everything that they were doing and get and better licenses exactly and we were, do all this we, stuff when we saw this we we're like okay yeah that's interesting that but makes sense because yeah funko has every single license imaginable to them maybe they'll open them up to their their resources their shipping that was the reason too the you owner know? said like we wanted to own mondo because we thought that our licensing with other of other brands could work with creating their business and, and making them bigger. Right. Clearly. And, th and, th and this is the reality when you have larger companies buying smaller companies yeah. like this, that they see them as cannon fodder to just, yeah, we could, you know, 30 employees are now out of jobs who yeah. worked with us. And yeah, as Shay said, we all love Mondo. We hope everyone that has been affected by this finds new jobs, finds new works. And obviously the artists who worked with Mondo, I, I'm hoping that because there are other you know, artists publishing out there that we can continue to see their work too. But it's just, it sucks, man. Cause you like, I'm looking at like the posters I have on my walls right now. I'm looking at, you know, the things, the, the collectibles, the magazines, all of this, there was such a love of movies there. And, you know, and, and Mondo was created by the same founders of like Alamo draft house and Alamo draft house got went into bankruptcy and it's coming back and it's doing its thing. So it's like, it's a really hard time to be, in the movie world right now yeah right and it's 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 one of those things where especially the world that we're going into financially after the pandemic and all of that it sucks it really does suck and i and, and it's it's sad to see things like this it's sad to see a brand like mondo go away who was so beloved by the movie community mm -hmm. right as as a as an outsource where you know there's some terrible movie posters out there you could be an awful movie but you could have a really cool poster yeah right, right. and and like and, and i think that's like one of the identities that they were really a celebration of movies and to see that going away is it's hard and they always had a, a, a unique name like mondo mondo tees mondo prince they to even lose that it's so heartbreaking because yeah. it's so it when you hear it you think of movie posters yeah. you, you think of that and then they they kind of went into creating vinyls and action figures and all that stuff yeah tiki jars yeah and i just man i'm so it's so shocked it's so shocked that i'm this very happened. very shocked yeah because this is 
this is shitty. Like we love Mondo. We have again, like again, we have so much stuff from them. Anthony, how many posters from Mondo do you think you have? I, I think I have like 200, 300. Yeah. Wow. 200. Yeah. At least 200. Yeah. So that's insane. Like you're a crazy And they're person. not all Mondo, but a big portion. Like I got into Mondo because one year I was going through GQ magazine. It was like 2007, 2006. Uh, Gentleman's Quarterly. Gentleman's Quarterly. <laughs> and it came across like this article on cool i think the the title was like cool prints or cool movie posters and they had like um all these different versions of film posters by a different artist and i think this one i think it was on i think they had like there will be blood and it was all orange i'm like whoa that's so cool because i was into like design and like oh that looks wicked like i like the the structure and right. the, the the art style to it different version of a of a actual film poster someone who drew in it's all graphic design um and that's how i got into it it was back in 2007 2008 and then it slowly grew and slowly got bigger and you know there was there's artists that the posters were so cheap at that time too <laughs> rory kurtz <laughs> yeah. and tyler stout these matt ferguson matt ferguson yeah. ollie moss these were like big movie poster designers mm. who started there and then you got like bottleneck gallery got all these other galleries that have come up after the fact and i'm i don't know if bottleneck was around at that time either but mondo was what really got me into it and I, that's where i started i think my first print that i ever bought was an ollie moss batman the dark knight the dark knight yeah and it was like a it was a timed version yeah i think that was my first print and then from there i went ham like i bought like i tried to get everything and it's one of those those um, products that sell out in seconds yeah, yeah. sell out in seconds yeah. seconds um you're lucky if you get in the cart yeah you do you think do you think going forward now because yeah, i could like a poster would come out limited to 200 or yeah they're all numbered they're all numbered um do you guys think that there is a way back for mondo do you think there is going to be like we're going to somehow keep this poster division this 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 alive somehow or I mean, it's going to come back in a different way i can see mitch and rob kind of i mean I know that they, they, they clearly struggled because they needed to be bought out at a certain point yeah. when it came to their prints. I can see them take what experience that they've had and learned and kind of come out and start something else that could be poster related or yeah. could be still movie related. It's just clearly they have a lot of infrastructure to build. I think the community's there. I think yeah. they have like the connections and, and I, they have the people. Like there, there are tons and tons of people that that's why these prints sell out instantly. I wonder if um, I wonder if they ever come back and they stop doing the limited prints because i also think that there's such a huge aftermarket for these posters that mondo never saw money for but mondo was big on that because that's what they they cherish the idea of having limited edition pop culture items. for sure but i feel like it's evident that it probably well, pe it wasn't working for people them. won't gravitate to it or right? I, I think they'll lose people that. won't gravitate towards when it's not exclusive exactly it's yeah. like shoes it's like sneakers yeah, yeah. it's but, like but it's it sucks though because obviously it, it wasn't enough to keep them afloat though either no right because we obviously we don't know the numbers that mondo was having for their posters so if they sell 150 posters that's great but is that is that enough to keep the business afloat and obviously wasn't they would have hopefully kept mondo alive if 
that was making money and it feels like it wasn't at this point right and it sucks i don't yeah i think it, it got really big but yeah. it wasn't making enough money because yeah. the manufacturing of these prints cost a lot of money and they yeah. also have to pay the artists the artists and then shipping it out and shipping then, it out and then they also have to pay well i'm guessing the lease on their building and all this stuff and their yeah. and the workers and all and the, the amount of work that goes into it it's a lot like, licensing fees too probably exactly they have to pay licensing fees that's why there's so much back to the future stuff that's, and also that's also why there's also a limitation on how many posters you can have so it wasn't yeah. even just exclusivity it's like let's just say warner brothers was like hey yeah sure make lord of the rings print yeah. only 200 though and only you could sell it in the u.s yeah so like it's things like that where i feel like funko is probably looking at this and be like we don't want this headache too much it was it was a bad decision for them to even buy it because you know with less than a year whoever I mean, it was does good for the, the well, founders yeah, of it because they, they made got, like they got 60 their money, million right? but they're in 20 million now, yeah um 30 million 30 million yeah but for for them to like buy something like this and to shut it down within less than a year how did you not know but, as, but here's as a the company thing, that this was not going to be a success for you and, and, and they weren't <laughs> even making good prints that whole year of 2022 was trash i was all bottleneck trash. Gallery, yeah trash. But, but here's the but you know what's interesting too again not to get to weird conspiracy theory shit but like is there's probably some tax law where it's like, hey, if you buy a company and within the first year you have to close it, you'll probably get your money back somehow. You know what I mean? That's like an awful law. <laughs> but but you know what That's I mean? No, like I wouldn't law. I wouldn't be surprised. It's the same thing where it's like, oh, yeah, I get they it. Could, yeah. You could shoot a movie like Batgirl, and if you not release it, we'll give you your money back. Like why is what? Why is this even a thing? You know what I mean? But and I honestly think there's probably some type of tax break that Funko is now going to be getting. Because they it's tax it. season too. Yeah. So I, I, that's the thing. Quarters are ending, taxes are due, and I think that's yeah. literally what, uh, what's happening. Here. I think, I think they'll come back. I do. I just, it sucks. They won't have the name. They won't have Mondo and Mondo yeah. and just like the the design of that title and and the way it looked. It had a unique look yeah. to it, and mm -hmm. I just will always look at that. Or, wish, or someone will buy the name of it, but it's like, yeah, it's the name Mondo, but it's not. The right. team and stuff that made Mondo yeah. Mondo. And that's something I miss. Go I never went to Texas to go to the gallery and and see We should go. I don't think we'll be there anymore. We might still be there. No, they're they're they're, they're shutting it down. Shutting down everything, man. But they might still have the gallery though. No, man. Funko owns everything. Funko's. They own the world, dude. <laughs> you can get your own Funko Pop while you're there too though. They're just now it's just gonna be called Funko. Yeah. Funko Mondo. Uh, it sucks. I mean, uh, this is this is shitty. It's, uh, But I, I do think that Mitch and Rob might do something a bit different in the sense of like they'll still come back with a maybe a poster business because they they expanded too much. They got way too big and they couldn't they couldn't afford it anymore. I think you if think they start back after selling like because the, then they sell the poster business to Funko. I think they'll do their own thing. Oh yeah, yeah. Like what I said in the beginning. No, but like, but they're the ones who sold it to Funko, right? Yeah, they sold it to Funko. But I think that they can still come back and make maybe another poster business or something in the movie world. Maybe, yeah. But I don't, I don't see why they would sell their business to start another well, because competing business that just got well. Closed. They, they stopped it now, though, right? Like, yeah, their Funko is not going to be uh, doing Mondo prints. No, they, I know, but like, but they, but they sold it to Funko, so I don't yeah. know why they would. I think because sell it I, just to create the same business. The reason why I think is because they got so big, they weren't able to sustain it anymore. I don't, I don't know. Uh, did, when they sold it did they leave no, i don't they, they were fired so they were they were, they were like, still oh. part of it so they had still like this idea that we were going to make prints and vinyls yeah. and, and action figures yeah. and all that so i don't think they want to close i think they, they made money maybe they can reinvest that money into yeah because bottleneck is doing it there's so many other galleries that do it yeah right 
and you just wonder like how they're like yeah i don't know i don't know how the money works for all of them but i hope i hope whatever they do next like there is something in relation to the things that we love because I hope or so. they could just be like burnt by and be like we don't want to be in this industry yeah. anymore right yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah anything is possible uh quick updates we have robert denny jr looking to star in a vertigo remake jordan peele's next film is arriving christmas 2024 denzel washington and barry keown join ridley scott's gladiator sequel mission impossible dead reckoning part two returning actor rolf saxon uh is coming back and he's in the first film so that's gonna be <laughs> what is this movie man yeah i don't what know are these movies gonna be is he still the agent he's still the same he's probably agent. still working for the like wouldn't he be fired cia he let him in he didn't let him in yeah he didn't. He got drugged. Yeah, he should. He had, he had mad kind, diarrhea. Yeah. What kind of agent has diarrhea? Know, I agree. doesn't know that he's being drugged. Well, I mean, he was he was tempted by a seductress. Dude, Tom Cruise is a seductress. No, it was the girl. Yeah, it could have been Tom Cruise in a mask. I think he's fired and he's he's angry at Tom. He's gonna go after him. But he never met Tom though. He knows it's him. Oh, he knows. Okay. He, he knows. He, he knows. He, he knows it's Hunt. You know, <laughs> what if he comes back with a knife and stabs Tom? I think he'll definitely come back and be like, forgot this. And I he's hope been, not. He's been holding on That's to this horrible. knife. He's been holding on to this knife for like 30 years. That's terrible. I hope they don't do that. <laughs> he's the main villain. I'm telling you that knife is coming back in Dead Reckoning. It'll probably come back. Is, he in, is he in part two? Or is uh, he in one? Part two. Okay, or, yeah. or he's cutting a sandwich with it. Yeah. Oh. The first thing we're going to see with him. Is <laughs> but he, that, wasn't even, that wasn't even Tom's knife, though. No, no. But he's, that was Jean but Renaud's. He, but he was just holding the knife and he was just looking at it. So he, he's like, I, I'm going to get you, Jean. I got a tattoo of this knife on me, so I never forget. But that's no. the whole thing. He <laughs> thinks it's Ethan Hunt. Yeah. But it's actually. Because it was the CIA they broke into, right? Yeah. And they knew the CIA knew that IMF broke into it. Yeah. Yeah. What if they don't just, know who's part of the IMF though? Yeah, but because remember, uh, remember in um, was it Rogue Nation that uh, Alec Baldwin's character says that like yeah, our dealings with the IMF go back to when they infiltrated us back yeah. in the day. Yeah, you know, there's bad blood there, man. What if he's just washing his car uh, and he who? sees Ethan Hunt like the, he does that stunt? He's just an extra. He's, wa- he's washing his car and he's like, <laughs> he's washing with a knife. But he has a knife. <laughs> yeah. He has a hose in he one hand. He has a knife always. He actually cut off his left hand and replaced it with a knife. Yeah. Oh, old, old razor knife. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's Captain Knife. Captain Knife now. Uh, uh, cool. I mean, that's that's great to see. I'm here back. for it. Yeah, I'm yeah. here for it. He was my favorite character in the movie. No. <laughs> Why? <laughs> Let's get into some box office. Cha-ching! Yeah, good. You didn't do it. I'm glad. I'm never going to do it. Only Daniel and I. I'm never going to You'll do never it. be part of this. No. <laughs> Box office, John Wick opens <laughs> what? Box office. Box office. John Wick 4 opens with a staggering $73.5 million. This is a series record, and I, that's domestic, obviously. Uh, worldwide, though, we're looking at $137.5 million. That's the third weekend this month to post a record open. This is Keanu Reeves' second biggest opening of his career, second biggest movie of 2023, and it's the 12th biggest opening ever for an R-rated film. Each John Wick film has gotten more money than the last one. So that can only mean we're going to be getting a part five or something. I mean, we are getting the ballerina film with Honor Dare Moss. Is so it a film or is it a series? I don't know anymore. It's, I think it's a series. Yeah. Okay, cool. We're getting a series. Or it could be a movie and then the series was canceled. Something like that. There's a lot, a lot of, lot of stuff to expand within the John Wick world. Five is going to have both of them in it. Honor Dare Moss in it? Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, why? Hondo. why? And they're going to be teammates. Teammates? Yeah. She, was- she, her scene in No Time to Die I think one of the best moments of that. It's film. looking like it's a film directed a by film. Len Weisman. So yeah. yeah, ooh, Len Weisman. I know. We'll see. We'll see. We'll but it's nice see. that it did well. I mean, it's a a wild movie. You go listen to our our review of it now. But uh, yeah, it's, it's nice to see March was a strong month for you know old for uh, sequels and 
you know older film franchises where with creed scream and now john wick are doing well coming back yeah yeah Yeah, that's awesome awesome. i would i would say john wick really like from the last three films they really changed like the action like the action is they focus on it more it's so much and it's good it's good action but i mean like it elevated it's not just a small elevation it's a very like huge elevation you see you see the you see the money in this one you see the money in this one a lot more than i think you did in the first one especially which felt like a lot more of a smaller film this one feels like a a huge film absolutely yeah absolutely yeah well that's that's wicked that's wicked obviously we have trailers trailers Trailers. so we gotta was there nothing else like worth in box office um i mean we can talk about shazam and not doing so hot scream in third place you know creed three and fourth place well we could say like you know creed three is coming out this week this week yeah yeah so when do you think scream's coming out next (sighs) two months i think two months i think 60 days for paramount really they're gonna keep it in there i think i think we'll see scream digital by the end of april i think it's possible by the end of april we'll Mm. see it i just feel like if you once you make your money in the first two three weeks you're out like it's just more money to put that movie in there right also reduce it in the amount of theaters that they're putting it in right Right. yeah because you always think you look at top gun right top gun was that movie that just kept making money like yeah that's never gonna happen you know like that you never know but again like you never know when it comes like i mean maybe mission impossible is that you know mission impossible is going to be in theaters forever forever look at avatar still in theaters it's this is the last week that avatar is going to be available exclusively in theaters but avatar is bang for your buck though avatar as many months it's been in theaters it made money it yeah. was guaranteeing you money yeah but uh, you it, were not losing money no i know that's that's what i'm saying like that's that's what's wild that like it's been in theaters it's only coming out in digital this week we had and a great, not even plus yet we had a great competition before we started recording about the mario movie and daniel your belief that it will be the first billion dollar film of the year I think it can be i think it can uh, be for sure. you said you you, know, so you said it will i i think you, it will make a billion yeah you say yeah yeah, yeah. i think no, i think it will make a billion dollars. No, 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 no i'm not i was like i think it will make a billion dollars i think it has the potential to make a billion dollars yeah um i don't see anything else coming close to being a billion dollar movie this year until like i don't even think mission there was spider-man there's the, the, the spider-verse animated. won't spider-verse won't spider-verse the, the first one didn't make that much money yeah I, I think i think this new one will do better than the first yes. one but i don't think it'll hit a billion dollars no. but i do think i think It'd be mario nice if it did. has the worldwide appeal like it's going to do what avatar did mario is massive around the world and this being like the first movie of his not including the the 90s one i think this one has the potential to hit a billion dollars worldwide because it, illumination is making a big deal of this like they just dropped a tr- they just dropped an ad where all the illumination characters are going to watch it in theaters did you guys see that one no where it's like the despicable me characters secret life of pets uh saying like they're all going to buy tickets to watch mario so like this this movie has a lot of I think power behind it, especially with Nintendo never doing movies before. I think this is going to do well. But if Minions are going to go see a movie, I don't want to see that movie though. But if it's a Mario movie, I'll go see it. As long as they're not at my screening. If, what if they are? What then if, I'll I'll watch it. As long you as will watch quiet. if they're literally behind you, be like, blah, 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 blah. That's, you're like, that's when I'll get there, You're like, the oh my god, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm just trying to watch the Dude, movie. Yeah. We're making that happen. 
We're going to make it as difficult as possible for Daniel to watch this film. Dude, I will... Why don't we just stab him at this point? <laughs> like, Where's that knife? Where's yeah, your like, <laughs> Rob like, Sachs is going to come yeah. and just stab Daniel oh, yeah. while watching the movie. No. This is, On my birthday, too. Thank you, guys. How <laughs> about 30 stabs? Well, <laughs> well, you, said, <laughs> you said you don't want to turn 30, so... No, I didn't say I didn't want to turn 30. You said it before we recorded. You're like, no, I don't want to turn 30. You kind of had like, this yeah. vibe that I don't want to be 30. Yeah, because I don't want to be like you guys. Yeah, exactly. So then we'll just kill you. Yeah. No, we were saying... I was wondering yeah you know how big is mario because yeah. i in our world mario's huge like we grew up with him we part mm-hmm. of our lives he's like, our god he's he's my god oh okay. right yeah. he's uh, italian, italian. <laughs> he's, he's my cousin uh so like do kids still gravitate to mario i don't know i don't have children okay, i good don't know anyone from the ages of one to 13 um seems like you're just you're, you're doing a lot of like backpedaling here for like, like like listen i don't know any kids i don't know any i kids. never know kids i don't talk to kids okay good i hate kids oh okay um you're gonna so, really hate what, the party because i have an okay I, I have my niece who yeah. she doesn't really mention mario but she loves like roblox and she loves playing video games she loves all that but she never really gravitates to mario and the character of mario sure. so i'm wondering does this does does Mario make that billion? Are kids really, really interested in the Mario movie? Right. I think I think it's still possible for sure. I I, I do. I, I I am curious though on on the kids front of do kids still gravitate towards Mario Mario because like my cousins they they don't they don't have any affiliation with Mario at all. They mm-hmm. don't care. Um, so it's always curious. I don't also know any kids really other than outside of my family. And anyone that I've ever met don't really seem to talk about Mario. I still do believe, though, that Mario is a popular figure with kids. I just don't know any kids that watch or listen. Right. Interesting. Yeah, I think you are both incorrect and that you should die. We don't have kids that like this Mario? Is, no, no, no. I, no, I think like when you look at Mario on the world stage, most popular video game character. Agreed. And... Yeah, and you have 40 years of this character with people who have a background in it. And this is also the first kids movie coming mm-hmm. out this year. So I think this movie is going to do really, really well. Really well. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I, I agree on that front. I'm just yeah. saying my personal experience, I don't know pe- kids that know Mario, which is always interesting to me because I feel like in our in our day and age, everyone knew Mario. Like it was everyone. Like our, like, like yeah. all the kids were talking about but Mario. But your cousins know who Mario is though. But they don't really talk about him, though. Right. Like, they don't care about Mario. Right. Like, but they know who he is, though. Well, of course. Like, yeah. Everyone knows who Mario is, but yeah. I'm talking about, like, in terms of, do they care? Right. But will they have friends that will care enough to go watch the movie and have their birthdays and stuff, right? I wonder, you know? You wonder. I wonder. But I think this movie will do well. I think so, too. Yeah. Do you think it will beat Sonic? Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. Sonic's fine. Like, the Sonic movies are fine, but, like, this Mario movie looks like it's a video game come to life. Sonic yeah. looks like it's... Dude, uh, I'm reading an article right here. It says Sonic's the most coveted superhero character. Written, I'm surprised written you didn't by read, you. First of all, yeah, written by Anthony. First, uh, Anthony uh, Sonic Galliardi, though. Yeah. It's all the kids know Sonic. Was. Yeah, they don't know me. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I nah, Sonic. I, Sonic. So I like Sonic, but I always felt like Sonic was trying so hard to be cool. It's like I'm Sonic. I'm cool. It's like, kid, you'd relax. But he is cool. But he hasn't had a good video game. But see, you you didn't you didn't grow up. In, I did grow up with Sonic. Did you? When yeah. Sonic One came out, were you even alive? no well yeah it was alive when sonic 1 came out sonic was cool yeah sonic was cool sonic but he's was not cool? as cool yeah sonic's, as mario, sonic's, mario's not cool mario's just like but you, mario mario's like coca-cola like like they're like that brand where it's like you are just you don't need to like you are so strong in what you are like you don't need to try and appeal to anyone because right. the fact that you have a mustache this, yeah. the, sonic is like iconic. mountain dew and and mario's like coke 
Kane. Sorry. Um, yeah. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. No. I. I. I'm 100 behind Mario. I'm just wondering. Well, you have to be. You hate, you hate the Italians. You, you're, you're part of the yeah. the the Gestapo, right? Uh, no, all, all I'm saying is, <laughs> yeah, I think we're all, we all know this movie's gonna do well at the box office. Yeah, we we're do. Not, we're not I'm just, that. I'm wondering if it hits a billion or if it's as popular as we think it's going to be. I think, I think it'll I, be because I don't trust yeah. anything that I see anymore. I don't so trust many, kids. No. I don't trust kids. I just so like look at the box office. We're going into April. There's not a lot of competition with movies come April. We have Dungeons and the Dragons, which is coming out this week. We have Mario dropping midweek, going into the long weekend, the Easter weekend, where people are off. People won't be taking their kids to it. First kids movie of the year, and it's of the biggest video game character ever. I think people it's tracking watch about it. eighty-five to ninety right now, and I think that's them being generous. Yeah. So I think I think Mario. My prediction, I think we'll hit a hundred opening weekend, and I think that worldwide it's going to hit a billion. Is it opening in China? Do we know? I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. John Wick opened in China. Yeah. Yeah. And and that's also another factor too that we don't think about with video. Sorry, with box office because we were talking about that earlier with Ant Man and Shazam. A lot of these movies are opening up without China and Russia now, where pre-pandemic, they were opening up with them. So a lot of the box office is like $200 million less than what we're used to seeing. They also China also has to pick the film too, right? It does yeah. not every film can open up in no. the, the Chinese Republic. Yeah, okay. Uh, yeah, let's go into some trailers then. <coughs> we already did our trailers jingle. Mm -hmm. So let's jump into trailers. Uh, yeah, Mario movies opening in China. Okay, cool. Yeah, so, so we have Blackberry, Strays, Big Shark, Joyride, and Ruby Gilman, Teenage Kraken. Uh, for me, the the highlight was was Blackberry. I yep, think this trailer looks so damn good. It looked so funny. Um, Canadian film as well, which is super awesome. And we have you know, uh, Glenn Howerton and Jay Baruchel in it, and it just looks so good. It looks like that. It looks like that blend of, of of comedy that I really want, but also that serious tone that I, I love getting from like, you know, the social network and Steve Jobs, uh, that, that Aaron Sorkin level. Uh, yeah. What about you guys? Blackberry for me, this looks fantastic. I think Glenn Howerton looks great. Jay Baruchel looks great. And then, you know, Matt Johnson directing this, who obviously from Nirvana, uh, the band. No, uh, Nirvana? No, God, Nirvana, the band. Yeah. Um, Nirvana. Um yeah this looks this looks great i think this is really gonna be a lot of fun i can't wait to watch it i'm so jealous of everyone that we know who's watched it already yeah, honestly um but very excited for this one and then uh yeah the only other one this week that really stood out was strays which it's interesting getting a talking dog movie that's adult rated so it's just like i feel like there's it's going to come when that movie comes out it's going to be that thing of like oh parents took their kids to this thinking that it was a kid's movie and then it's actually like an adult movie i hope it's good but i'm also not really drawn to like the talking animals Animal movies so yeah only thing that's keeping me interested in that film is phil lord and chris miller yeah so hopefully producers. hopefully it's it delivers hopefully it's a great time maybe it's yeah. like cocaine bear yeah you so guys we'll love see. cocaine bear yeah you should love this i sure I don't know. What did you like in these trailers, huh? Um, I don't. I don't really like nothing. Can I? I guess the BlackBerry trailer. The it's called BlackBerry. It's Sorry. called BlackBerry. Um, yeah, that's cool. I never owned a BlackBerry, so I don't really. I don't think you have to own a BlackBerry to like the movie, though. I think so. No, <laughs> you I, do? I don't think that's how it works. I've never owned a BlackBerry. I've never owned a BlackBerry. And I should own a BlackBerry. So I because of that, I, won't get I will this movie never home. watch <laughs> this film. <laughs> yeah, you guys own BlackBerry. I know you guys own BlackBerry. I have BlackBerry. I, I BlackBerry know you guys own BlackBerry. Yeah, because we had popular phones when the phone. Yeah. Came. No, I had. I had <laughs> an iPhone. The, yeah, but you had an iPhone before it came out. Before the iPhone came out. When did BlackBerry come out? 
Blackberries have been since forever, man. Like what it, year? Like '98, I think. You had a BlackBerry since '98. No, I had a BlackBerry in 2005. Okay, I had an iPhone, 2007, and then I had a but Razer. <laughs> you went to the before stage? that. I had a Razer, right? '98. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did you say '98? I think you, so. Or you, sorry, you said you got one in 2005, and then yeah, you 2005. Yeah. Well, I didn't have a phone in 2000 in '98. Yeah, and the first iPhone that came out in Canada was in, until 2008. Yeah, but I went to the states to buy mine. Yeah, and I had. What did what, you have before your iPhone? A razor. Oh, okay. That was cool. Yeah. Motorola razor. You had a razor. Had a razor Motorola too. razor. I had a BlackBerry. Yeah. What BlackBerry? Who were you? you, who were you I had the making deals yeah. with? Huh? Who were you making deals? I was with? making deals with people right now that yeah, you yeah. that are too important for you. You wouldn't even know them. You were on a razor. They were looking at you and spitting on you. Dude, razors were cool. You literally yeah, can use it as a really weapon. Cool. What? Because it's a razor, right? <laughs> Is, you take it out. You flip it up. I had iTunes on it too. You probably had the pink one too, right? The parasol. No, one? mine was like a like a purplish. The jeweled. No. Yeah. Mine yeah, was pink cool. one was probably my sister had the pink one. I had a silver one. Black razor. Yeah. Uh. Drug dealers had blackberries. Not the bold people. The people that were drug dealers had the curve blackberry curve. I had a blackberry tour. Yeah, and that also there were drug dealers too. Yeah, I was. Yeah. Sorry, you won't understand the film, but when you watch it, uh, like, what I, is the, this? The, the moment iPhone came out, that's my phone. I'll never Absolutely. go to another phone. I, yeah, unless, ever since the iPhone came out, that's all I've had. No, Sorry, no I just way. want to get Do you think we use Blackberries now? Yeah, I feel like you do. We have an iMessage chat. <laughs> Dude. <laughs> I know you have another internal chat that uses BlackBerry BBM messaging. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, we BBM other. each other all the time. <laughs> I know Don't you take BBM out another pin. phone. <laughs> you sent me your pin right now. Yeah, oh my God, I remember that. Yeah, pin. What? Yeah, yeah, I got you. Yeah, yeah. What did what a time that was for what you? What a time. time. Uh, Big Shark is the next directorial film from Tommy Wiseau, though. Yeah, no. Yeah, no. I, I like like Tommy Wiseau had its moment, and then that's it. Like, you know what? People can like his films i don't i don't care you do you do you know enjoy his movies sure it's all you this movie looks like sharknado though uh without their tornado right yeah but like, it looks like something we've saw, seen at least the other one was something we was unique it was different you mean this, the room the room yeah it wasn't unique <laughs> yeah, but it was just it was just it was a <laughs> product of his time it was an independent film now it looks like it was something he's trying to go mainstream with like an action yeah well, he's, he's he well i mean thanks to disaster artist and you know the popularity of the room now he has the capital to do that i guess i would say keep that capital and yeah. retire yeah. and make like home movies or something <laughs> maybe this is a home movie for him you know it kind of looks like it out this week we have dungeons and dragons honor among thieves which will be out in theaters our review is out for that as well give it a listen and then on apple tv plus you'll be seeing tetris uh really quickly there is tetris. a jonathan majors lawyer just put out a quick statement oh, okay um says jonathan majors is completely innocent and uh probably the victim of uh, an altercation with a woman he knows. We are quickly gathering and presenting evidence to the district attorney with an expectation that all charges will be dropped um, uh, eminently. Uh, this evidence includes video footage from the vehicle where the episode took place, witness testimony from the driver and others who saw and heard the episode, and most importantly, two written statements from the woman re uh, re uh, recanting these allegations. All the evidence proves that Mr. Majors is entirely innocent and did not assault her whatsoever. Okay. Yeah. All right, so, well, as soon as we start to see that information come out, most yes, likely we'll in the next episode, we'll have a little update we'll on that. Update we'll sure. see what the prosecutors are, or because the city is happened in New York, right? And yeah. my PDF. So. Yeah, so New York can actually press charges if they feel like this was actually, because a lot of times, you know, people, you know, 
pay money to recant shit and stuff like that, right? Yeah. Like, come on, I'll give you this. Don't say it. We'll go. If New York, the NYPD thinks, you know what, we're still going to attack this, they will. Yeah. So we'll so. we'll see what comes of this. But see. it's now all starting to come out. Law and order. Yeah. Ding, ding. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what are we watching? Daniel. Uh, there's a lot of stuff that we've been watching this week. Most of it we have reviews out, which is uh, definitely go check it out. Uh, the Big Door Prize is one that we speak about a bunch on our interviews, which will be coming out this week. So definitely go check that out. Uh, got to watch Scream 6 again. Watch Tetris, which we'll have our thoughts out later this week. Um, and The Night Agent, which I, you know, started off a little bit slow, but then I really started to have a really great time with it. But yeah, those are the big ones for me. And then just been watching just random things here and there, but nothing else, nothing else too major. Very nice. Anthony, what about yourself? Um, I started the week with The Night Agent and then I went into uh, The Big Door Prize. We had in, we have interviews for them, so kind of went through that whole series really quickly. Very good on all on both. I enjoy them. Uh, put on beef. Watch that. I don't know if I could talk about beef. I can't no, talk, we about can't beef, talk about beef yet. But beef, which is an A two four production, which will be on Netflix. Uh, Unstable. I also watched Kill Boxoon, which is a Netflix movie that will I can't talk about yet. No. Uh, Succession. I could talk about. We have our our review for episode one out right now you can go and listen to that really good episode one and what else dead ringers which i can't talk about mm-hmm. there's a lot of i can't talk about oh i also watched uh city on fire which i can't talk about <laughs> oh my god <laughs> and tetris dude i'm so in the future now like there are productions that are coming out in may yeah. i've already watched you've already seen ballerina i've already watched it yeah what do you think? i've already watched it i can't talk about it oh, okay well i can't talk <laughs> tell us not, after not even shot no yet. comment seen it. no comment <laughs> the optics on this is no comment oh no comment. Uh, let me guess you watch succession the <laughs> succession stupid shay what about you uh i watched the night agent uh beef which i can't talk about succession i binged the entire series this week i felt disgusting uh especially because i did season three in one day i felt so gross what, what do you think of the series do you think it's like one of the best written series ever ever on tv no no i i really like it i really really like it i think it's What's, it's phenomenal why do you not think that um i, mean, I don't know i, <laughs> I don't I, just, no it, it, not it's not it's not it's not a, i'm not trying to say it's not a well it, it is phenomenal and i think because of recency that is what i almost want to say but i really loved the show and i really like it i think season three though wasn't amazing for me like it was okay it was good it was there's some good moments but season two was phenomenal like i loved season two i thought season two like i could watch it again right now actually i don't want to because i feel pretty burnt out um and i'm excited to see what season four brings let's just say that so yeah i i really love the show i think it's fantastic uh and i'm curious to see where where this season goes as a final season but i i love it i don't know if it's the best written show of all time but i, I do love it though is that okay with you? I want you to be on the same page with me, man. I'm, I'm, I have the book in my hand. I'm getting that page. You just slapped that book in my face. Oh, <laughs> was it a big book or a thin book? It was a pretty, like, it's a, it was a, heavy, a thousand it was a page Bible. book. Okay. Yeah. Oh, it's the Bible. Wow. It's yes. worn. Hard, hard cover. Oh, good. <laughs> was there a soft cover of the Bible out there, by the way? There the is. Paperback? Yeah, of course. Yeah. Why? Make only hard covers. Well, you, you know, know, there's Catholics. hard and soft covers of every type of book out there. Yeah, but why the Bible? Bible should always be hard cover. Should well, be, it should be stone. <laughs> yes. Stone, <laughs> I'll, I'll hit you with that one. I die. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, big Door Prize. Uh, watch this other show uh, called Jury Duty, which I think is coming out this week or next week. Um, it's really fun. 
can we talk about it i can't i don't think so <laughs> i don't think we can talk about it um but it's fun the trailer looked uh, fantastic yeah, yeah um the idea behind the show is really cool it's 12 jurors 11 of them are actors and one of them is a real person and everything is fake that's happening around this person and james marson's in the show playing himself as well he's one of the actors and it's just the insanity that occurs in a jury where this guy's like what the hell is going on why like everyone is just so animated and over the top and uh, he doesn't get what's happening it takes place over many days like i think it's a week ish right yeah uh so that's that's pretty crazy. that's crazy like to think to to be part of something where you know that there's only one person yeah who who's real and everyone like it's like a long form to pumped. keep yeah. your composure and yeah. to like not give it up it's that must be like especially how insane they get like with certain stuff i'm like how do they not break like these are really good actors yeah um scream six when to go watch it again tetris uh dead ringers and yeah i think that's about it a lot of stuff i can't talk about it's our new new movie podcast name can't talk about it Got movie it. podcast can't, can't talk, talk about, about it. it cool um well that pretty much brings us to the end of this episode is, is there anything you guys wanted to bring up or kind of touch on in terms of news or anything that we didn't get to discuss today uh just stay tuned for all of the interviews we have dropping this week yeah. we have a few interviews dropping this week we have some more reviews dropping this week um and then next week we'll have you know our reviews of the super mario brothers movie of air um and lots more coming so stay tuned for all of that wow yeah, yeah we have cool so stuff. many things down down this pipeline down this mario pipe line line yeah that's good no that's good that's yeah, good. Well, good um uh, yeah I just, oh it's daniel's birthday too yep. so yeah, we'll talk too. about then our next episode we'll we'll talk about yeah. what we might we may not have a next episode so if we don't we'll talk about when i turn 31 <laughs> but please do wish daniel happy birthday on april 3rd uh if you're listening to this episode on april 4th then what's your problem now you no. missed it instead now you now. now you missed it do now you prefer people to say happy birthday to you on your birthday or the day after <laughs> What? Do you prefer people what? to say good morning to you in the morning or when it's nighttime? Uh, no, what here's the thing. <laughs> do you, like, what do you, when do you like no, happy no. birthdays? I get, I get what Anthony's saying because like, I'll have people sometimes like they'll wish me happy birthday like a couple days before or whatever. Sure. Or afterwards, happy belated birthday. That's fine. I'll, I, but what I, do you I, prefer? Most people prefer I mean, on the day I of, right? I prefer the day of, sure. Weird. But if you, if you wish it to me before or after, I'm not going to be like, I'm not going to be like, I don't accept. Come back tomorrow. Yeah, I don't accept your birthday. Or turn back time. No, like I'll say, oh, thank you so much. You know, uh, they're dead to you, but you are dead to me. Yeah. yeah. But I don't tell them that though. I'll give them the glimmer of hope. Yeah. Well, that's, that's all we have for you guys today. <laughs> don't forget. You can follow us at the movie podcast on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. Uh, leave us a review and five stars on Apple podcasts and Spotify. Join our discord as well. We'll be opening up a room for succession. Are we? Yeah. Oh, and, and literally once we hit end recording, I'm going to open. Well, that if room. you're listening, I want the first comment to be "fuck off." If you're listening, that's okay. the first comment in okay. the succession chat. Okay. You, you, well, you should probably write it then. Yeah, when we when we start, I'll be the first. It'll, fuck it'll off be in, in, in a few minutes. Uh, that was this time with the movie podcast, and we'll see you next.